soccer fans, what's up? It's Shade's life is a fantasy draft. Do you have World Cup fever? We don't. But that being said, we're going to talk about something that everybody can really rally behind. We are going to determine, very scientifically, which country in the World Cup has the world's best food. Let's go to the music. Looking live just outside of Red Square in Russia. My name is John Gorman. I am here at the World Cup. I'm just kidding. I'm actually just here in Austin, Texas uh, at, at my dining room table talking to myself. Um, here with me, not in person, but in spirit, up in the great northeast where it is a million degrees, Kelvin, Fahrenheit, Celsius, doesn't matter. Um, Daniel Gewurz, how you doing I'm all right. I'm actually at also at the red square, but I didn't see you here, so I went home. You are? Did I did I miss? Am I at the wrong colored square? Uh, you might be. Is how many sub how many subways down is that? How many how many stops? I, I think. think uh, oh, you know, um, at the purple square. Oh, that yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen. Yeah. Let's meet. Let's yeah. you know what? Let's meet up at the uh, at the teal square. Teal square. Perfect. Yeah. All right. It's like we're After playing Twister. <laughs> um, Greg Dennis. Greg Dennis is here in New York City. How you doing? I'm all right. Are you not? Wait, did you not come to Russia with us? No, I would never go to Russia. I'm but not into that commie nonsense. You're anti-Russia. not even communist anymore. Aren't oh, there? I'm not into that oligarchy. Oligarchy. Yeah, and I have, have a, and they definitely are that. They're they definitely a, that. Yeah, yeah, they have that. Um. So, so yes, we've gathered here today to talk about food, but before we do that, there were some actual sports that happened this week, so we're going to go straight into our ghost pepper flaming hot takes. You sound uh, like Greg. one of those, you sound like one of those cartoons that they, they, that go around every now and then where it's like, yay, sports, put the ball into the designated area. Can I just tell you, like, I went on a date, um... Uh, like you can, you can always tell I, us about your dates. Uh, yes, I went on a date, like, two days ago with someone who referred to uh, sports as sport ball. And it was cute. I could tell she was kidding, I, but I, I, I did enjoy it. But I was like, oh, she's like, I watch World Cup. I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, what else do you do? She's like, I don't really sport ball. And I'm like, ah, uh, kind of cute. Is that so as a sports fan, I mean, you're not like yeah. a sports fanatic as some people are, but like, is that a, is that a deal breaker for you? Do you want to be with a person who cares about sports? I ask because Tim Kirkchen has been married for like 60 years and he always goes on the Dan Lebitard show and he always talks about how his wife does not care about baseball. And I'm okay. like, if Tim Kirkchen doesn't need to be with a woman who loves baseball, like, right. I don't think, I don't think you can say, Oh, I want to be with a girl that loves sports. I don't think anyone's allowed to say that. No, I don't. I don't care if the if the woman I'm with loves sports. I I don't think I've ever dated a woman who's even had a passing interest beyond their hometown, um, and that's okay. Like, you know, a healthy relationship is really just two people who like each other the same amount and who want each other but don't need each other. Everything else is just window dressing. 
I guess. Tim Kirchhoff looks like he's perpetually been awake for 60 years. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. For, for sure. He has, he he has, has been that awake. look of somebody who's been working on a term paper for way too long. He has been awake Tim Kirch- watching Cardinals Pirates repeats for the last 65 <laughs> years. <laughs> Have you ever heard Scott Van Pelt make Tim Kirchhoff laugh on purpose? <laughs> no, no, but like I love a it. Dad joke. It is the greatest thing. Uh, Tim Kirchhoff's laugh. I dare you to Google. I mean, oh, it's no. not really Beth. a dare, but like Google it and like just listen to him laugh. It is one of the most pure and joyful things you will ever hear in your life. Yes. Do you but. triple dog dare me? Yes, I triple dog dare. Stick your tongue on that frozen metal pipe. Oh, the dreaded triple dog dare. Yeah, I just went that, Christmas story in July. Is that even allowed? Actually, I went Billy Madison first. Oh, okay. Because that's what he said in the on the bus. Yeah, I thought I thought the Christmas uh, story was double dog there. Oh, they up the ante. Yeah, Billy Madison up the ante. He had to because oh, he's Jewish. So Somebody had to. A, we need a new cult classic comedy that involves a quadruple dog dare. Can I tell you guys about a movie idea that I have? Absolutely. Does it involve a quadruple dog dare? Well, I guess it could. I'm in. It definitely it's a, could. It's a quintuple. It's actually about a rapper named Three Chains. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Don't tell Akeem to leave about that. <laughs> All right, Greg, go So ahead. my premise for my movie. All right. The opening scene is the police knocking down the door of a house. Three Chains house. Running in and saying, we have a warrant for your arrest. And a whole bunch of guys dumping drugs down the toilet and flushing them down the drain. Right? Flushing them down the toilet. And then these drugs are carried to the sewer treatment plant where a bunch of unruly sewer treatment plant workers... Stum- it clogs the machine and they stumble upon all of these drugs and they scoop them out of the water and then they become drug dealers can, can, in themselves. Can, wait, can I can I can what? can I cast those two uh uh sewer plant workers? Because sure. one of them needs to be Pauly Shore and the other one should probably probably be Bobcat Goldthwait. No, I think it should be that Baldwin Wait. brother from Biodome. Wait, does this does this movie also come like in a, with a time machine? <laughs> no, no, no I want, really want I want present day Pauly Shore <laughs> and present day Bobcat Goldthwait, like old, crusty. <laughs> so what you're saying is that this movie needs to be direct to TV. Well, I I think I think the the premise. I, I don't think any theater's gonna show a movie with Pauly Shore and Bob Thack. Bobcat Goldthwait in 2018. I think you're wrong. I think uh, I think I think this two... movie has the potential. All right. So I, go I on. disagree so... with Daniel's casting oh, choice. Yeah, I'm very. Off. You're way off. You're both I was way thinking off. you guys have no. Vision. I was thinking more The Wire than Biodome. <laughs> no, no. This is a slapstick comedy. This is not. This is not a this dramatic. This is a slapstick comedy. Yeah. This is a comedy. Oh, it is. Okay. This is okay. a comedy. Yeah, and and right. they're gonna they're gonna have as like their go between. Sort of like a, a a bloated old Derek for real played by Pee Wee Herman, oh, God. reprising his role from Blow. 
But then, but then what you wind up seeing is you wind up seeing like then the drug dealers find out what's going on, and then you know it goes into that whole kind of cat and mouse chase thing. Yeah, and Terry Crews is realizing that he's getting his product stolen by these I weasels. Think, I think Daniel just has the absolute worst taste in movies if these are the people that he's casting <laughs> yeah. for this movie. Are you kidding me? Terry Crews as a funny, you know, super coked up drug dealer? He'd be great. Ter- be Imagine Terry Crews threatening the life of Pauly Shore. That sounds vaguely... That's my that's my elevator pitch. <laughs> well, I don't. Why are you pitching my movie? Because <laughs> we're we're going in we're going in on this together. I drink your milkshake. Get your own movie. Get out of mine. Stop trying to hijack my flick. <laughs> Just flick jacked you. He did. He flick jacked me. How dare you? Uh, is that it? Is that the movie? Is it a short film? <laughs> That's plenty. That's right. that's that's the premise of many '80s movies, right there. It's going to be a 90-minute okay. movie, which is how long a comedy should be. Absolutely, it's 90 be minutes or less. Nothing maybe even 80, maybe 82 minutes. Yeah, 82 minutes runtime. 90 minutes of toilet humor. It, well, a Almost lot of literally. a lot of it. A yes, lot of that's it. why I said it. That's the joke. But anyways, that is. Uh, if anyone's listening out there, go ahead. Is there this movie a movie of a title? I don't have one yet, um, okay. but uh, I mean, it'd probably be something called like the treatment plant. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no! I got the name. I got the name. What Flush with cash. Oh, okay, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, I like treatment center. Actually, Pauly. I think that's a good one. Polly Shore, Bobcat, <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwait, Flush with cash. <laughs> I'm telling you, it works. A, it works. A comedy by Greg Dennis. I mean, Daniel Gewurz. Yeah. <laughs> Awful casting by uh, Daniel Gewurz. Yeah. <laughs> you won't work in this town again. Um. Yeah. So sports, we had it. Yeah, some things some happened. Uh, you know, baseball's um, being played. Everyone loves yeah. baseball in June. Everyone always I'm, baseball in June totally determines the rest of the season. There's this dead part, like, after the NBA Finals ends where I'm just like, I guess baseball's on. But, like, I don't ever watch no, it. No, you can't, you can't watch baseball until basically the trade deadline. Yeah. Like, I'll watch, like, the Home Run Derby, but that's not really baseball. No. I just watch it because, you know, I just, like, I want to see people sock some dingers. Like, that's just what I like to see. But other than that, like, I don't think I watch baseball until the trade no. deadline, or like September 1st. Yeah, yeah I, start, I start watching baseball about a week before the trade deadline so I could see what the Yankees need and, you know, hear the names of the people they're going to trade for. And then, right. oh, I, yeah. You know what I realized? I start watching baseball when football season starts. Hmm. That's interesting. That is. I need something to watch on weeknights. So you're you're just basically well, Mondays and Thursdays. There's football on. Well, it right. used to be not so much. Right. It used to just be Mondays. Now I, I now like I a really... nice uh, Tuesday night Boise State game. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like. Oh. A real nice midnight midnight start time. Boise State <sighs> Honolulu. Can we? We're not going to do this. We're not going to have this talk on this episode. But I want to table this for a future. Episode. All right, hold on. I want to have 
I'm just going to write it down. Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. You, you're actually yeah. writing it down. You guys know this story. Yeah. This is this is the talk about West Coast football, like, late at night on, like, either weeknights or Saturday nights when there's just, just nothing on, and it's, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, and the only game that's on is, like, San Diego State versus Idaho. It's always against East something. Yeah, it's generally East, a directional school of some it, sort. It, Eastern Washington yeah. versus Northern Arizona. <laughs> Northern Arizona Tech A&M. <laughs> Northern Arizona. Oh, Northern Arizona University? No, no, no. There's another school in Flagstaff. <laughs> it's a little smaller. You might not have heard of it. Every, it's an agricultural school. Every, st- every yeah. student at the school is on the football team. <laughs> There's girls on the team. Well, you know what? We gotta fill <laughs> we out the have roster. We get to 54 people. Yeah. <laughs> Those special teamers aren't gonna cover themselves. I think like a college team, you can have like 90, 90 people. You can't. There's 110 people on a college football. But they're roster. not all obviously because there aren't enough numbers. They're not all active. No, they no. They're okay. Okay, so there's a rule in college football where you can have players on the same team with the same number, but both of them can't be on the field at the. But same they can time. be active. Yeah, I watched a game and that was a penalty. Yeah, it's a 15 yard penalty. Can, can they Exciting. sub in for each other? Yeah, of course they can. I didn't know that you could have two guys with the same number be active at the same time. Oh yeah, 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 huh. yeah, yeah. Cool. Learn something new. Yeah. This is the kind of analysis I think it was that like we can a, only get. I was get. watching. It was a punt, and they have I was gonna two number fours on the team. Catchphrase that I try to get out in every episode. Greg just talked over me. No, it's cool. Go, go ahead, Greg. What? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Did I just steal something from you, Daniel? <laughs> Listen, Daniel, if you want to drop a catchphrase, just wait for like a moment of silence and just stick it right in there. That's fine. It's too late now. The moment's passed. Go on, Greg. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. That catchphrase got caught. It's a caught phrase now. It's a stuck phrase. Yeah. It's a catch and release. <laughs> oh, oh, that catchphrase was separated from its parents. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> that actually is too soon. That's way too soon. It's current. All right. So, peeling it all the way back from the edge of the Overton window. Um sports the u.s open happened who watched it i i watched uh none of it i'm sorry i was gonna lie i watched some highlights of it on saturday Uh morning and everyone was over like everyone's over par i'm looking here at the leaderboard and it's over now the tournament's over and uh some something named kafka won not kafka Brooks Kopka. Sure, he's he finished at plus one for the tournament. That's not, that's not that, that good. And at Shinnecock, though, that's pretty standard. Is that standard? That's terrible. At, at Shinnecock, that's a real good score. Yeah. Like, that, that golf course is paper thin, windy as hell, and the greens are, it's like— It's dry. Yeah. As Greg, Greg said it, like, off the, off the air, but we're going to put it on the air. It's like putting on a two-by-four. There were a lot of people that you've heard of that didn't even make the cut. Rory McIlroy didn't make the yeah. cut. Oh, my Jordan best friend. Jordan Spieth didn't make the cut. Like My best friend. Yeah, my my best friend didn't even make the tournament. So, you know, 
Wait, who's your best friend? Uh, you guys. Aww. Oh. Wow. That was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Greg, that full house, like, awe track that you put in some of our drops, I think we're yeah. going to need that there. Yeah. That was, uh, that needed, like, a subtle piano in the bl- background. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Uncle Jesse sitting on the edge of your bed. We, we do have an Uncle Jesse, uh, picture that's your that's your picture we do yeah it's literally me yeah just starring john gorman it's an inside joke we'll bring it out as we do with put it on the put on the instagram at shane's pod you'll see it you'll love it (laughs) we'll gram it and and do follow us at shane's pod i think we're still at 92 followers we're at a hundred and something nice okay I troll. I troll uh, various sports teams' uh, Instagram pages and make fun of the players, and people seem to like that. Greg, who do you have a more visceral hatred for, Rory McIlroy or Nathan Peterman? Oh, Nathan Peterman. Yeah, me too. Nathan Peterman in the second place is Kyrie Irving. Man, why do you hate Kyrie Irving? I just can't can't stand him. He's go see Uncle Drew, people. What? No, also, great. we only have 86 followers. Wow, we really dropped <laughs> off. Maybe you shouldn't have been trolling. I think some people unfollowed us, which uh, I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. yeah. Instagram I mean, has huge... no place for people like you. <laughs> I, I unfollow people on Instagram all the time. Dude, why are you? Why would you do that? Why would you undercut Greg like that? That's not nice. Look, that's once freaking... once you've followed, you're committed. Yeah. No, that's Instagram doesn't even... Tell you who follows not, you. Is that true? Yes, it does. All you gotta do is click on the follow. Yeah, I clicked on eighty six followers. We're followed by Bills eighty one oh three. So so no, shout out Bills eighty one oh three. No, I mean like No, what I mean is like like let's say I'm you have follow a friend, back Bills right, on Instagram. Yeah. Alright, let's say you have like a friend on Instagram, right? Okay. And they follow you and you follow them. Like there's no notification like Twitter where it says this person follows you. Yeah, like, there's there a notification. absolutely is. No, what are you talking listen. about? No. Have you been on the internet in your life? I'm listening to you. (laughs) Daniel doesn't even have Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first time I've ever been on Instagram. I'm arguing with someone who doesn't have Instagram. Uh, Wait, what what, what are you saying, John Gorman? What I'm saying is uh, when you open up the Twitter app, right? Twitter? And you go to to something. Wait, how do we get on Twitter? Hold on. You go to the Twitter app, like you open to someone's profile page, it'll be it'll have their name and then it'll say follows you. Yes. It on Instagram, if you go to someone's Instagram page, that notification doesn't exist and never does. So what what I'm saying is you can unfollow someone without anyone knowing that you unfollowed them. Does that make sense? No, because when you go to the thing, the the little you have a little check mark that's that means you're following them. That means you're following them, yes. Right. But not that they're following you. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can unfollow people real stealth on Instagram. Uh, you know, it's funny because I just had this conversation with a friend, and he was saying how uh, he, he followed some, he was He was courting this someone, this woman, and uh, he, she took his phone, and uh, she went to her Instagram, and she followed him. Or, or, you know, or she, you know, put her, her Instagram handle in there and, and followed herself from his phone, but never returned, never followed back, youngin, if you know what I'm saying, if you're picking up what I'm putting down. 
Speaking of follow right. back, I'm a follow you back. You got to follow back. Four, 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 four. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, must follow back. Unless you're a successful sports podcast like we are, in which case we don't have to do anything. Oh, we don't, we we don't follow back? back? Yes. No, we, oh, we I don't. thought we were following back. Follow back, fo- youngin. We ain't no follow back. Uh, what about Venti Latte 8? You actually Ooh, know that person. Mind. What about Buffalo Bills underscore Graham TV? Yeah, I'm not sure that's a real person. <laughs> Sounds like a Russian no, bot. Follow us if you love Buffalo Bills. Update new pictures every day. Heart. Ooh, heart? heart? At the end of their thing. Black. What color is it? They have it? a black heart. Whoa. That's not even in the Bills color palette. It should have been red and blue. Both yeah, emojis are available online. My God. Actually, that should that Daniel be, should that be a new segment where we critique our Instagram followers? <laughs> we got to shout them out. What's up, extraterrestrial Yo, duties? extraterrestrial duties. That's what's up, man. You, you, you're holding it down for the gram, for the pod. For the pod, really, not for the ground. I don't know, he might follow us on the pod. Extraterrestrial duties does not follow us. He says we're fun to follow, so perhaps he does follow think. us. You don't know. I don't know. I think he follows the pod, but not the not the gram. Whatever. We've been slacking on the gram. We have been. We don't do enough. Yeah, we gotta. On the gram. We gotta. We gotta regram. We gotta kill the gram. We have to telegram. Yeah. Our our gramming our gramming skills are weak. Dude, nobody laughs. One of us is in. One of us is in marketing. Hmm. Who's that? that? It's not me. Droopies. Um. Yeah. So. I think we should do a commercial. Well, can we talk about? I'm sorry. Are we boring you? The Washington Capitals. I'm sorry. Yes, I I did yawn. I'm sorry. Did you just? Did you just take take the giant yawn into a microphone? Like, is that yeah. too boring for you? This is. I did. I listen, totally did. Listen, yawn, Yorman. I. Uh, I I'm couldn't. just waiting for you to yawn again. I'm not gonna do it just yet. <laughs> All right. Not just yet. I will. What would have been I'm funny done. if you guys both started yawning. That's contagious. what they say. Except for you know, two of us are professional podcasters. So we're not just going to yawn on air. I wonder who those two are. Yawn air. I I once had a bunch of babies looking at me, and so I yawned to see if it would be contagious to a baby. It was not. None of the babies yawned. It's unfortunate. They haven't yet developed their social acumen to take yeah. that as a cue. Yeah, yeah, so that's, you know... Little little scientific fact. That's very scientific the way that you did that. All right. Very much so. I'd be curious to see the sample size of the babies. <laughs> seven. <laughs> okay. There's seven babies. Seven infants. <laughs> seven babies. The Capitals. Yeah. Coach resigned. He just won the Stanley Cup. That's yes. weird. I think he wants. I think he wants to make more money. With a different team, I'm thinking the Buffalo Sabres. No, stop it. I'm thinking this is the time for the Sabres to really pony up, go all in. This team's going to be bad. 
A lot of talent. A lot of talent. On the Sabres? Yes. Their AHL team was one of the best. The Rochester Americans were one of the best AHL teams this year. Terrific. <laughs> Stop being such a Bills or such a Buffalo fan. John, <laughs> John loves Buffalo sports. This team's this team's gonna be the worst forever. I'm not feeling a lot of Buffalo love out of this oh, guy. Buffalo love. I always forget that that's a thing, and then I see people type it, and I'm like, oh, hashtag right. Buffalo love, half t- hashtag one Buffalo. I don't get that. Yeah, what? Oh, oh, you know what? I think one Buffalo really. No, one Buffalo, Buffalo runs the Buffalo. I think it did too. Thing. Oh. They own the brand or whatever. <laughs> one Buffalo is the yeah. Pagulas. Yes, correct. One Buffalo, two Pagulas. That's right. Mm. Anyways, let's. I, I have nothing to say for the coach. <laughs> I'm glad, glad we had that talk. I think it's just it's it's who does that? He just wants money. Yeah, it's an it, interesting story. It's a weird thing for a coach to want money. Why, like why that. is it? Why? That's, that's why a is weird it? money grab. Why I is think that, that is. I think that's yeah, the that's least the most weird normal thing. Because I don't think, as a coach, I don't think he's going to make that much more money anywhere I else. Think, I think you're mistaken. But he would make more. The, well, yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd want a hey, quitter. The highest, best, you were the best. The highest paid coach in the NHL Sorry. is Mike Babcock of the Toronto Maple Leafs. He is earning six and a quarter million dollars a year, and that was in 2015. Not at all surprised. In 2015, so I'm sure you know it's even higher now. I'm just saying he's a he's that's a, more than someone's... some players. That's more than most players make. What was he making? What was he making in, last hold year? Hold on. Hold on. What did he re up for? Sounds like Daniel yeah, couldn't I'm, find I'm, that I'm, out. I don't know. Google's giving me weird. Like, we got a statistician who's pulling up stats from Seriously. three years All ago. Right, here we go. So the Anaheim Ducks don't have a. He's using Ultimate. So Vista. not every coach's salary is known? That's weird. Um, Ooh. <laughs> he was working for free. Joel, but he got extended. Yeah, Toronto Maple Leafs uh, coach Mike Babcock still making six and a quarter million for the life of his contract. So he, he hasn't not. gotten a raise since no. 2015. And he is not scheduled to make a raise. He's making six and a quarter million through 2021 22. Mm. Uh, but it looks, I mean, I can't do this math off the top of my head, but the lowest paid coach, there's a couple of coaches. Ma- oh, there's one coach of the, is that the Red Wings? Yes, the Red Wings. Jeff Blaschel is making $800,000. Wow. wow. The Washington wow. That's low. The Washington years. Capitals coach was making 1.8 million dollars. And I mean, yeah. Hey, he's... you were the worst at what you were the best at what you did last year. We are going to pay you 30% of what the Yeah, like I think he can absolutely made. make a lot more money. He could probably yeah, he could probably yeah, he double, could double his double salary, salary at least, if not get up to 5 5 and a half. Anywhere, well, anywhere he goes. Yeah. Anywhere. Wow, that was a lot of hockey talk, you guys. I don't know. Yeah, again, what the <laughs> hell? That's how is we that, do. Is that how we or you're do? Like, oh, we just we sneak hockey into every episode. All of a sudden, it's like a dissertation. We end up looking up cities in Manitoba. Oh, 
Shouts out Flynn. Shout out to Flynn. Flan. When are you gonna send us? When are you gonna send us the key to the city, man? We gotta keep tagging him in every single post. We need a nice like Flynn Flan basket with various yeah, Flynn absolutely. Flan I need I need Cal Huntley to send us. That's the mayor of Flynn Flan. Cal, Cal and I are on first name basis. Right. I need Cal to send me the key to that city. Come on, Come Cal. on Mayor Cal. I'm going to read this Q&A. Let me read you this Q&A with, right. with Flynn Flan. Oh, my God. <laughs> we get, we get a... Wait, there's yeah, a Q&A course, a with the, the mayor? Uh, the, the paper of Flynn Flan Manitoba, The Reminder. It's called The Reminder because you have to be reminded. <laughs> it's called it's called it's The called... Reminder because it's a reminder that Flynn Flan is actually there. Hey, we're here. We swear. Oh, gosh. For real. <laughs> Uh, what was the first question? Uh, what is the biggest challenge Flynn Flon faces as we head into 2018, and how will it be addressed by the municipal government? My, this is a this is a long answer. Awareness. awareness of the fact of Flynn Flon. <laughs> of course, his first his first <laughs> sentence of the answer is there shouldn't really be anything out of the ordinary 2018. No, really. <laughs> no, not for Flynn Flon. How much? How much do you think we're adding to the discourse of Flynn Flan on the internet? Are, like, are we doubling Easy. it? Are, are we the founding members of the Flinternet? <laughs> now we are. Oh, man, now we are. Uh, all right. From Manitoba. We're the founders of the Flynn Flan Flynn Flan Flan Club. <laughs> we're Flynn Flans. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> we should probably do a, a read or a commercial or something that makes We it will continue like to address things. issues around yeah. infrastructure, seniors housing and taxes. Because of course. And that's all coming up next <laughs> yeah. after the break. Shane's life is a fantasy draft is filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're back. Um, but are we really? I mean, were we ever here? What's really cool about um, so every four years they have a World Cup. It's a sporting event, the world's largest single sport event. Um, I really love it. Daniel and Greg are a little less enthusiastic about it than I am. But I wanted to really talk about the World Cup without making Daniel and Greg talk about soccer. And I thought a really interesting way to do that would be to talk about, I mean, let's be honest. You don't want to hear us give soccer analysis. It's not going to be great. But we'll, we will th- absolutely throw down on to talking about some food. We're our, soccer, g- our soccer analysis is somehow worse than our analysis on other sports. <laughs> it's true. You thought our hockey analysis was bad. Oh, my goodness. What? I just found out how Flynn Flan got its name. No, you wait. Oh. I don't know why it took us this long to even think about looking this up. Okay. Oh but I'm, I'm not even going to read right the here. whole thing. I'm just going to read this part because this is hilarious. The town's name is taken from the lead character in the paperback novel. <laughs> this bad boy never had a hardcover. <laughs> <laughs> the Sunless City... By J.E. Preston Matmatic. What? 
Josiah Flint Abatey Flountain. Piloted no. a yes, yes, that's, that's where the, the na- name of the guy. Yes, Josiah Flintabady Flountain. He was a, he a submarine. He was a submarine pilot. Wait, a submarine pilot? Yes, that's where he got his name. Or that. Well, he piloted a submarine through a bottomless lake, uh, where he passed, uh, where he passed into a strange underground world. I'm where gonna read this book. I'm gonna read this backwards. book and yeah, give this you. This looks like a really good. This looks like a really good book. I, I'm going to finish win? the book I'm reading right now, and I'm I'm going to read this book. Send it to me. We'll do a we'll do a book club. Oh, we should we, we should do an on air book, book club. Yeah, yes. on air book club. What do you think uh, the odds are you get this week. bad boy on a Kindle? <laughs> oh, let me uh, let me let me let me um, let me get that for you. Yeah. Does anyone <clears throat> in Flin Flon own a Kindle? Does anybody in oh, Flin yes. Flon own the book, The Sunless City? Comment but below. I bet it's in the city hall. Kindle edition, ninety nine cents. Wow, that's a deal. That is a very good deal. Is it on sale? It's a penny a page. I mean, it says get it today, June eighteenth. How long is but it? I mean, uh, let's see here. It is two hundred ninety six pages. Wow, that's a read. Wow, that is a solid read. That is a, a solid week and a half, two weeks. That is point three cents per page. Wow, that's excellent math. Good job. Thank you. That is uh, that's cheap. That's a cheap book right there. Absolutely. That's ninety nine cents Canadian. Uh, no, ninety nine cents American. Nine ninety nine huh? if you want to buy it in paperback. Again, as you mm. uh, the, as you as you reference, not available in hardcover. That's the it's only. It only came in paperback. It's actually. Uh, it was described by Wikipedia as a. What's the word they used? A dime novel. Mm. That's not a phrase that I know. A dime novel, the dime novel. I mean, now we're now we're getting started in a, in a Wikipedia rabbit hole, and I'm sorry. Oh, God. Dime we like, stop here. We're going to end up at philosophy. It's a ten the, out of ten. The dime novel is a form. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't even think I should continue. I think that that ended that. Pretty much wraps it up. All right. <laughs> Good the talk. World, all right. So the World Cup of food. All right, we're going to take all the countries in the World Cup. We're going to talk about their food. And we're going to have a battle royale, a battle royale with cheese um, to determine which country in the World Cup has the best food in the world. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? Oh, I don't think you can say that. That's Wait, absolutely taken by Iron Chef. Who, who said that? That's got to be, that's that gotta be the announcer. The chairman, Chef. the chairman says that. Chairman Mao? Something like that. Now I say unto you in the words of my uncle. Yeah, it's it's a quote from the Iron Chef. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. And the guy takes a bite of the pepper. The original Iron oh. Chef. Oh, oh, God. you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. I anyway. know. Yeah. Ugh, Can you so give us something gonna... else? We're going to play some food ball. Whose food is food good? Ball. No, I like food this ball. Fu- this food is good. Whose plate is great? Yeah. That's a good one. I mean, you know, if, pl- oh, it's if, the if world Jan plate. Cook, <laughs> the world bowl. I like the world plate. Oh, world plate. I'm down with that. 
All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to go group by group. We'll, we'll try and make this somewhat expeditious. Since we will? We spent thir- 37, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. Depends on how many times we can go off on Flynn Flon tangents. Why, I can't Flangent. believe Canada's not flangents. Flynn Flangents. I can't believe Canada's <laughs> not in the World Cup. That's the biggest <laughs> surprise, is it not, you guys? I mean, really. Dude, Italy's not in the World Cup. That's actually yeah. that's actually a surprise. I would say the Italy's the surprise yeah. here. The Netherlands are not in the World Cup. Doesn't um, Eden Hazard play for the Netherlands? Yes, he's really good. Not this year. Good. Wasn't good enough to carry his sad sack group into the top thirty-two. That's sad. Um, so what we did was Daniel and I um, went through and like actually researched but we're not going to use a lot of it. <laughs> he says we're as he looks through the research that I did. He says as I look through the, the you, Daniel actually has something written in Arabic for Saudi Arabia <laughs> which I can't read. Um but here we go. So we'll go group by group and we'll just sort of discuss and we'll we'll pick we'll pick a number 1 and a number 2 and we'll uh table them for the knockout round. <laughs> well, I bet, yeah, imagine not Or the eat out the eat out round. Whoa, that's not Whoa. that kind of show. What you guys don't eat out? Take out round. Oh, take out round. Yo, yeah, the take out round. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. You uh, can also so, yeah. call it the second round. Or the second. Because it's course. actually it's actually not the second round. I learned yeah, earlier this week that the World Cup is actually like a two year long tournament. So right. what we see now is actually the World Cup finals. It's actually like the the fifth round or whatever of the World Cup. You're correct. Yes, it's called the group stage. Yeah, and then it's the knock the knockout rounds plural. Yeah, and then the semifinal and the final. So, but like all those qualifying rounds are actually in the World Cup. So for you to say that the United States or Canada or Italy didn't qualify for the World Cup, what you're saying is they didn't qualify for the finals of the World Cup. So the U.S. had two years to make the World Cup, and they couldn't do it? They did. They were in the World Cup the whole time. Isn't I feel like everybody's in the World Cup, though. I think so. Yeah, at with the that, beginning. As long as you have a can-do spirit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why that was so funny. That's, it's fine. You can laugh. It's good. Makes people feel like... So, Group A. We'll start at the top. Yeah! Group A. Uh, Russia. So, I think when you think think about Russia, you think about borscht. That is is the food that symbolizes just the the awful, horrendous taste of that entire country. Although, as I learned in my research today, and, and probably a real cultured person would know this... Borscht, I mean, you could say it's Russian, but it's really Ukrainian. Now, obviously, Ukraine was part of the USSR, but it's not a Russian dish. It is a Ukrainian dish. I found that to be kind of interesting. But Actually, I, interesting. I did know that. I used to work with a woman who spoke Russian, was born in Moldova, and lived 11 years in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And that's where she learned to make delicious borscht. Yeah, borscht is a I don't, traditional I've... Ukrainian dish. I've had borscht. Uh, I have I had a friend who is Russian who um, lived in Buffalo 
and uh, she would invite me over for dinner like every month. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of Russian food. Much of it was not palatable. <laughs> I can only um, imagine. But the the borscht was good. I've I had some good borscht in my day. Yeah. Is borscht not served cold? Yes. That's it's cold. It's so it, gross. It, Beet and potatoes I feel like and cabbage. Cold. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it's it's very open to interpretation what you do with it. Yeah. It's it's borscht not just it's not like a it's not like matzo ball soup where like you know it's gonna be like chicken broth, a matzo ball, and maybe some like other vegetables in there. But like borscht uh, is really anything that's like has beets and cabbage and things like that in it. It could be a salad, it could be a soup, it could be a whole bunch of things. Yeah, but the the right. base ingredients are beet, potatoes, and cabbage. Yeah. And, and soup. Don't forget soup. Blah. Blah is my answer. So. Sugar, water, and, of course, purple. <laughs> the next uh, uh, the next country in Group A is Uruguay. And no. Ur- can, no can Uruguay. J- just say Uruguay. No, Uruguay is correct. Just say Uruguay. Why Why are you doing this to me? You were, you were all up on me today. Now, uh, yeah. Didn't you say the only person who was worse than a soccer fan was someone who corrects the way you say a foreign country's name uh, 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 yes i did okay <laughs> so uruguay has uh uh the main the main You're like dish. giada de la rentis who like will talk about like <laughs> prosciutto yeah like she'll be it's like me, prosciutto. <laughs> she's like oh she's like oh i'm gonna make this a gnocchi and I'm gonna I'm go gonna to the. I'm gonna go to the cupboard. I'm gonna get some flour, and I'm gonna get my ricotta cheese. And it's like, just say it regular. Don't have, you don't have to break into this fake Whoa, Italian accent because regular. you're making some gnocchi. And gnocchi. Wow. What are you What are you doing in New York City? You need to move to America. Say it regular. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna make a borscht right now. So, <laughs> what, what, what are they so eating in, in Central America, in, in most, uh, you know, Latin American nations, they're, they're, they're making uh, empanadas, right? So, empanada, empanada, empanada gallega, or, or as Greg would say, empanada galaga. <laughs> Love that game. <laughs> is, a, uh, is an empanada, which is a, it's a pastry... Uh, stuffed with, uh, in this case, fish, onions, peppers, and uh, uh, what is described as a tasty sauce by the website where I found this. <laughs> I mean, that sounds reputable. The reputable website. So, sure. so I, I thought it was interesting to hear, you know, because most uh, empanadas you have have like ground beef and and you know nicely peppered and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I've never had. Buffalo. I don't know that I've ever had a fish empanada. Have you guys had a fish empanada? I just had one. T- on Friday, maybe? Was it at a, a uh, Uruguayan restaurant? No, I got it from Limon Jungle. <laughs> uh, which, uh, by the way, f- Limon Jungle has empanadas that are ridiculous. But one of them it has the dumbest name, but it's super good. It's the Viagra empanada, and it has shrimp in it. And it's absolutely delicious. Okay. It just has It'll a keep dumb you name. up at night. <sighs> Boo. Oh. God. We need we that right there is where we got a loser game show sound. Yeah, yeah, little price is right. Next, uh, the right. next co- next college, the next country in Group A <laughs> is the University of Egypt. 
Hey, um, great school. Got a great Arab studies program. Uh, they have a dish uh, that, that is uh, called fata, which uh, is a few layers of rice uh, and fried Aish baladi interspersed with meat chunks topped with vinegar and tomato sauce. The meat used Ooh, differs from recipe to I recipe, like but is usually beef, sounds veal, nice. or lamb, with lamb being the most Ooh. traditional. That sounds Love really lamb. good. Sure okay, does. I like that. that. Is, that is, I, I was, I was concerned. Yeah, I was concerned it would be a pyramid scheme, but I actually feel like I'd want to. Wow, so. you were just going for oh all of the terrible jokes today. I am. And then that the final, terrible. the final country in Group A, which, if I know anything about soccer, which I don't, this doesn't look like a very good group of soccer countries, right? Uh, no, Uruguay is good. Uruguay is good, but other than that, and and Egypt. And Egypt, <laughs> Egypt, <laughs> Egypt has uh, Mo Salah. Oh yeah, of course. Never mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Uh, Saudi Arabia is bad. <laughs> don't tell that to the Salik. Salik is a specialty of the Kingdom of Saudi okay. Arabia. Uh, it generally is served. Uh, it's served as a, a chicken, ginger, and garlic with uh, you know various peppers. Um, it's just a basic basic chicken dish. Dude, I was looking at Saudi Arabian dishes for a while, and every website I found was like a Saudi Arabia propaganda website with terrible translation Perfect. and just like randomly placed incorrect articles. So like not is in just random places in, in, in these articles. It's, it's weird. So I couldn't find a single dish that looked like it was an actual just dish. This is, just looks like chicken and rice. That was not All right. That's sad. Yeah, I mean, especially because Saudi Arabia is known as this, like, you know, opulent sort of way over the top place now. But I think they just take so much from other cultures because they're so rich. They just take so much from other cultures that they don't they wind up losing their own culture. Right. That and like seven people own like 95 percent of. Yes. Also true. Um, All right. So. All right, so let's debate this. I uh, Uruguay and Egypt feel like runaway. Yeah, right. I don't think it's close. I don't think for a minute that it's close. <laughs> I don't. Uh, you know, you can yeah. say all you want about borscht, and you know, give me any other dish from Russia, but it's a barren wasteland. That whole country. Not a fan of beluga caviar, huh? I'm not actually a fan. Man, I I like caviar, but only when it's on you know sushi, and I can barely taste the caviar. Look, look at this guy over here. I, wow. I, I, I kind of like caviar. It's a me, Daniel. I love <laughs> the caviar, but only on the sushi. What can I say? What can I say? I have refined taste. I don't know. It's got. Um, yes. All right. So, so I'm going to put. I'm going to just put them here in our bracket. Sure. And also, they are and, probably uh, actually going to win the group. No, I, they are going to win the group because they just did. No, but I mean in real soccer. No, he means like in real like the, soccer. The oh, like in real World life. Cup, Uruguay oh, yes. and Egypt are actually probably going to win the group. No, there's no way Russia's getting stuck in group stage. Really? Yeah. But you just said Egypt the has fix a good is player. In. Egypt does have a good does player. Does Russia have good players? No. So. But they beat Saudi Arabia five to nothing. I feel like everyone's going to beat Saudi Arabia five to nothing. What's going on here? <laughs> you might, 
Yeah, wait, wait. Why are we talking about soccer? <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. I asked the question. That's, That's all on me, you guys. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right. They're in our bracket. I'll show you how this Moving works. on to Group B. Group B. All right. So, <clears throat> full disclosure, um, I had a, an ex who was Iranian, so I'm much better versed in Iranian food than I really ever thought I would be. So, Persian cuisine... You're welcome, by the way. Not, I mean, I'm not taking credit for it, but Iran says you're welcome for the kebab, <laughs> right? That's, like, that's a it's that's a, a huge. That's like a five goal win in your first game, in the group stage. Right, kebab on your side. That is huge. Now, the kebabs they're served with grilled tomatoes, which I don't know if you've had a grilled tomato. It's delicious. No, and we've never had a grilled tomato before, John. Corbin. I know you've had a grilled tomato. I'm Fantastic. If there's people out there listening, both of you who've never grilled a tomato before, you should. Um, and then they serve it with rice, which they cook, uh, drying out the rice altogether so that you get this nice little crispy layer of golden brown rice at the bottom of the pan called tadig. It's delicious. It's like rice. It's like a rice cake. But it's like, like a papaya. No, it's nothing like a papaya. Oh, really? When you make a papaya, you don't try to get nice burnt crispy rice on the bottom and the sides? A papaya is a fruit. What are you talking about? Oh, paella. About? <laughs> oh. Paella. I was going to say, I get a papaya from Gray's Papaya. It's a, it's a, it's a $1.25 drink. Oh. Super sugary. Oh, my God, you guys. A, a, a paella. <laughs> you get a nice crispy crust on that rice. Right. We'll get to that when, we're, when we talk about Spain in like 30 <laughs> seconds. Um, Koresh's stew uh, Examples of that are Korma sabzi which is like a spinach type stew It's very good Tasty Uh, Iran is big into pomegranate Big into rose as a flavor Um, Sour cherry rice Is unbelievable Um, The desserts are eh But they can take credit for Baklava and their version of Fried dough and soaked sugar syrup Which exists apparently all over the world and also, Iran says you're welcome for naan. And naan is of crucial importance because when you think of naan, you think of, of course, Iranian food, but also Indian food and Pakistani. And also, amazingly, it became the flatbread standard that exists all over the Middle East and the Mediterranean and became the base for pizza and eventually shipped across the Atlantic and it became the basis for taco. Non, flat bread, very Not important. Delicious. Eventually became a tortilla. So, Iran. I don't know, man. I got a lot of. Go- Other than that, yogurt. Trust. You guys got anything to say about Iran? I love all of those foods. Uh, you know, except for the yogurt yes. drink. Um, fried dough soaked in sugar syrup. Yes. Yes. Very delicious. Um. Yeah. No. I don't. I don't think there's. I don't think you can say anything negative. I, which is weird. <laughs> I don't think you can say anything negative about Iran. It's an underrated country. I, I, I have to I, I I don't know. I have to call shenanigans on the tortilla thing. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah, it was I, that was a weird it thing. Was I don't in, think none I have, became tortilla. I have it to was assume in, it was they were ugly... already making that here. Well not here no, prior it to was that. In, it was in Ugly Delicious in the documentary. That someone went from the Iran to Mexico. 
and and was like, hey. no, not directly. So it, it no, it went from Iran to Greece, and then the Greek immigrants brought the co- flatbread concept, which for Euro, into Mexico, which then got morphed into the taco. I don't get it. Are you, what were they eating in Mexico? Because there was there were there were people in Mexico, way before. There was apparently right. no flatbread in Mexico the entire. Like time. that's a weird thing to say. No, First was, of all, was... their tortillas are made from corn. Yeah, not flour. I gotta Correct. believe corn tortillas were around when right. when this flatbread came over. I think that just may have inspired the flour tortilla. I don't think it inspired the corn tortilla. I'm on it. I'm on it. Go move on. Move watch on the, to the next. The uh, look, yeah, right. I'm, I'm even you know what? even the flour tortilla, according to Wikipedia. Which honestly, like, what are you gonna, what are you gonna say here? You got you got nothing. The flour tortilla, place of origin, Mexico. Done. Yeah. Well, sure. Moving along. Portugal. Salt oh, uh, cod. You know what? Had I probably it. should have read the whole thing. Uh, these tortillas, which apparently have their roots in southern Spain's Arabic heritage, which Arabs brought, uh, which Arabs brought Spain from Greek foods, look strikingly familiar to the fried tortilla and tostada. Ah, look strikingly familiar. Look <laughs> strikingly familiar. Wow, that, that hill's that hill's tough to die on, isn't it? Wow, can't believe uh, we were right about that. Portugal. Yeah, Portugal. I don't know. Portugal. I don't know. They have I, I um. They have that guy. On it. David Chang. No, what? That guy. Portugal. Yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo. The guy. Can't eat him. Much as many, much as many women and some men would like to, you cannot eat Cristiano Ronaldo. That being said, they have tomato rice, which is dope. Um, sardines, which are less dope. I love sardines. I like that. I, I, I'm a casual Stop sardine it. Nobody's fan. a fan of sardines. I like sardines. I like anchovies. I like the oh. whole thing. They're, they're fine. Um, you can thank them for a, a blood sausage, um, if that's your thing. It's my thing. It may not be yours. Um, port wine, because Portugal. And, uh, you know. Some sheep's cheese and uh, vino verde, which is a lightly carbonated white wine. Portugal, solid cuisine. I don't know. Have you had any other Portuguese food not already named or any experiences with? No. What is? Uh, I actually went to a Portuguese restaurant not too long ago. How'd you like it? It was very good. It was very okay. like uh, Greek Mediterranean, like inspired flavors make a lot of sense. like if i you know if i didn't if i didn't know i would say oh it's mediterranean it's all mediterranean food to me so it's all greek to you it's all mediterranean to me it's all greek to me um spain heard of it andy rooney i think we know i think we know who's gonna win this group spain takes credit for uh serrano ham Mm. Uh, Iberian ham both voted the first and second best hams in the world in 2015. I think John's um, a pretty close runner up. Hey yo. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, That's gazpacho. A, don't want hot spacho. Uh hot spot I literally cannot think of gazpacho without hot, thinking about hot spacho. Um, 
A lot of the foods we think that originated in Mexico didn't. The empanada, the chicharron, um, churros, flan. Churro. Uh, churros. I'll tell you, honey. Churros. I think, uh, when I think flan, I think, uh, I always think Puerto Rico. Okay, yeah. But, yeah. yes. Any, any, I know it's all a Spanish of the, dessert. Yeah, all of the Spanish co- colony or former Spanish colonial departments um, have some version of flan. A creme brulee is surprising. What is Flynn Flynn Flan's version of flan? We need to know. That was not in the Q&A. You can't eat yourself. Flan. Well, not with that attitude. I'm going to send a quick email to Um, the reminder. Okay. Uh, Sofrito, which is in everything. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, The spice paprika. Uh, Creme brulee is a Barcelona... Uh, invention. I always thought it was French. Um, it has a French name. Marzipan and Manchego, Hall of Fame cheeses both, um, Cafe Con Leche, Sangria, a Hall of Fame, get drunk, get blackout drunk, don't know how to spell your name. The next I went to a great restaurant in Alexandria, Virginia on King mm-hmm. Street that had just the best, the best uh, 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 sangrias that you'll ever drink. That was the best. They had like eight different sangrias. They were all great. All right. Morocco doesn't have a. (sighs) Morocco has great food. Great spice. It's it's fine. It's fine. A lot of couscous. Love couscous. Couscous is a pasta, not not a grain. Not a rice. Yes, correct. Not is not not to be confused with Israeli couscous. Different. Yeah. Morocco is couscous like the, is smaller. Yeah, it's a little quinoa ish. Yes. Um they like their lamb. Mm-hmm. Um, they like their they cinnamon. Things, yeah. They make things in a tagine, which I really think is awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and mint green tea is a Hall of Fame tea. This is this is a tricky group. There's there's some it, good flavors in this group. Yeah, there's no. This, I was really happy when I saw this. I was like, "There's no bad food countries." Yeah, yeah. But I, yep. I really do think that this is a this is a Spain one and Iran two. Oh, see, I go, I go Spain one. I go Morocco two. Mm. I was busy writing Daniel. email to the reminder, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was thinking uh, uh, Spain one and Portugal two. That's that's what I had. Oh wow! All right. So I don't I don't know what you guys were saying. I'm putting, I'm, I'm putting Iran in. You know, yeah, Iran did have the big first Iran's, win. You're absolutely yeah. right. It had kebab and it had yeah, yeah. kebab and naan. Naan is a naan is which great. actually sounds like a great name for a Persian food truck. Kebab and naan, yeah, absolutely. Kebab and naan. So, are you taking a piss on the air? <laughs> wow. Uh, group C. Um, so we, this is one of the groups that we didn't really talk a lot about. Well, there's no real good food in this group, right? I mean. Fr- are you, France? Yeah, okay. I like their fries. Yeah. All right, so so now, <laughs> sure. Um, so this is really a steel cage match between Denmark and Australia. 
yeah. for third place, right? Can you name an Australian food? Oh, a ga- gator. Don't they, Shrimp on don't the they, barbie. Don't they roast gator? Yeah. Ostrich. Sure. Yeah. They eat a lot of the ostrich there. Did you go to Australia? Have I been there? No, it's a racist it really? country. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I mean, not that, you know, not that we have room to talk, but... Yeah, no, oh, it's bad. much worse than the U.S. Yeah, it, it is really bad. Like the, the it's low key. Do some research on that. Listeners. Well, they didn't. They really murdered Peru all ha- of their uh, uh, indigenous peoples. Yes. Yeah, they they actually went out and did it. Um, yeah, we did that too here, though. <laughs> tr- true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, name a Danish ahead. food. Can we name a Danish food? Danish? Yeah, I'll go with the Danish. Danish is German. Mm, I know. I it's know the worst. That. Wouldn't that be it's a like Coogan? Oh, Coogan's delicious. Is that Danish? I love Coogan. Oh, Coogan. come on. It's uh, it's basically a Danish. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a it's a bigger version yeah, of a Coogan Danish. is also German. Okay. Let Coogan's me, real good. Let me just make sure Danish is not German. Danish. Danish. <laughs> I, I would assume there's a lot of fish in the Danish cooking. Danish pastry. Here we go. It is um, Austria hey. and Denmark. Oh, Wait. so. Hey. Hold up. <laughs> did, they sk- did they skip right over Germany? Apparently. They did. I, Germany stole it from both countries in the World War II. That is. Bizarre. Wow. All right. Danish is Danish. That's not bad. Well, there you go. That changes <laughs> the whole scope of this <laughs> that's group. A, that's a Dane changer. Does it? Does because are we? It's a Dane changer. I literally oh, you guys just say that? said that. I didn't oh, say it. Uh, um, I didn't say it. Is Danish really better than ceviche? Uh, there's, they're so. Yeah. They're can so you, that's different. that's like comparing so Danish to so ceviche. Right. That's like comparing a donut to sushi. <laughs> title for the show. Uh, Peruvian food. Uh, is there anything that I'm just missing like, here? A Peruvian. Oh, so por- Peruvian food. I don't know how Peruvian it is, but, but in the D.C. metro area, there are these delicious yes. Peruvian chicken places where they sell this rotisserie chicken with special spices, and they are just to die for. Like, all of these places all around D.C. sell just the best rotisserie chicken that you're ever going to eat. And they are they are Peruvian in origin, I will but I don't know, like, how traditional that is per- to the country of Peru. It is very traditional. Peruvian cooking, a lot of chicken, and it's the spices yeah. are incredible on it. It's, it's rice, beans, yeah. it's chicken. And um, quinoa. It's uh, and and then they eat like a rodent of some sort. Is it a capybara? Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, it's very popular in Peru to eat this. Per- uh, you can thank Peru for quinoa. There you go. That I'm makes saying, sense. Like this is this is a this is a tougher group than we thought at the start at the outset. Well, it, it's yeah, it is. Denmark has Danish. And does France have any? Um, like, I understand that France is home to many of the world's best chefs and many of the world's best restaurants, but what 
what are the you know what are the French dishes that I should know about? Um, a bechamel sauce, bou- bouillabaisse, the oh, eclair. Um, I would say eclairs uh, beat beat out roux. Danish sauce. Did no you question. just did you just say roux? I mean, yeah, it's but in I feel like is that is that created? Yeah, in I mean, France? I think that's like the bechamel sauce is like the like that's a mother sauce. Right, 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 right. Um, French food. Um, don't, don't say French fries. I already made that joke. No, uh, that of joke. course I'm not gonna say French fries. Um, all of their cheeses and wines. Are we giving? Wait, are we giving credit? Um, are we giving credit champagne? to wine? Are we giving champagne. credit? To, are we giving credit to alcoholic beverages? Yeah, we could do drinks. We talked That's about true, sangria. Yeah. Bisque, foie gras. Okay, okay, okay. Steak all right, freak, all right, all right, all right, all right. France is the yeah. runaway winner of this group. Baguette. It's the runaway winner of that group. Guys, what, I gotta what's say Peru. second place here? I think so, too. I think Peru. I've had so many great dinners at those Fine. Peruvian chicken places. For, for the sake of moving this along, <laughs> Peru. Well, I mean, it, it still would have – you could have dissented and it still would have. We have so many groups left. Well, we, we dissent we, – we had there's a lot of dissent in the last group and we still <laughs> – Iran still walked out at number two. I mean, I wasn't going to fight between Iran and Rocco. I wasn't going to have a Sunni-Shia hey, oh. uh, battle royale. just felt, felt inappropriate. Group D. <laughs> This group so So this is a real tough group. Um, I think Argentina is going to be a runaway winner because those Latin American nations are all delicious food. Um, But before we get to Argentina. I'm just going (laughs) to. I wanted to give a special mention to Croatia for and I apologize to any Croats in the history of the world at, at are they still called Croats? Oh, I don't know. I, I always thought now. it was Croats. I, I have to apologize again to people of the great nation of Croatia. Well, um, Argentina is both Argentine and Argentinian. I will not both pronounce correct. this correctly. Habotnica Ispadteke? Now, that is... That's not bad. Habotnica, I have deduced, means octopus. Because Ispadteke is yes. the way that you cook... The food, so you can cook any meat. It's bod peke, right? But this specific dish is an octopus okay. dish, and it's cooked in a in a bell-like lid, um, cooked on a pot with a bell-like lid. You just shove that baby right into your fireplace, and you drop the burning embers of your fireplace on top of it, and you let it cook for like four or five hours, in in you know in a mix of you know various spices and honey and cognac, and that I think I think that I was giving them credit here for that style of cooking, and I bet that's delicious because you know I've I've cooked mm. food in campfires before, and I imagine in a, in a uh, uh, fireplace it's going to be similar, and so that sounds super delicious, especially with a mix of I, I love adding cognac to your food, um, so I wanted Absolutely. to give Croatia special mention for that Iceland, Hakarl. Uh, <laughs> Which is apparently a fermented <laughs> shark dish, which you cure the shark and then you hang it outside to dry for four to five months. Well, I hope you're not hungry when you decide you'd so, want to eat that. If you go to Iceland and you order the Hakarl, you are eating something that is at least four months old, which is gross. 
I, they, you, they serve it in fast food uh, places in Iceland called Hakarls Jr. <laughs> Argentina has awesome sausages. That was what I found. And chimichurri. And, um, and chimichurri. Uh, and then Nigeria, basically a bean and plantain dish um, made with yams. Yeah. Sounds kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. It looks good. Yeah. yeah. I like some plantain. It looks good. And Nigeria apparently is plantain. one of the top producers of yams in the entire world, which is something I learned today. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, But my winner's... Yeah, seventh largest. No, 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 seventh. No, no. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say seventh, seventh largest country That's in the world crazy. by population, Nigeria. Huh. Yeah. Not me. Mm. Uh, this is the kind of analysis that you can only get here on Shane's Life as a Fantasy Draft. Uh so the winners, right. in, I think, in this group, to me, the winners in this group are Argentina and Croatia. Croatia for the cool cooking style, and Argentina for the delicious food. I think. You're right. I think you're probably right. All right, next group, Group E. <laughs> the Group E's. Um, I was wondering. I did, but I, I did, but I backed off we, away from the mic. Should we split <laughs> this into two podcasts, given where we are in time? I just dropped my phone on my foot. We could. I mean, we could technically. The World Cup is like another month. We could split this into three. Holy moly! Quick. It's an hour and ten minutes into the show. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was saying. Minutes. Like, why don't we? That's why don't we cut? Let's. Minutes. Let's it's cut like a recurring here and segment. then pick up at Group E, you know, next week. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. I'm going to add some silence. Yeah, add some silence and then and then yeah. give us give add, us an add outro. Some silence and then I'll I'll say, yeah. All right. So <laughs> we went little. a little long. That's great because who get doesn't go? Yeah. Who doesn't go long talking about food? It's delicious. Everybody loves it. So what we're gonna do is because the World Cup. Is lasting all month all long. All month Next long. Next week, we're gonna go through the other. All month. No. Do we have the rights to sing that? <laughs> no. No. Is Lionel Richie or Lionel no, Messi? No, but Lionel Messi might. <laughs> it's true. Uh, he's listening right now. Um, so we'll we'll go through the rest of the groups next week, and then uh, when we get to the knockout rounds in the real World Cup, we'll knock out. We'll knock this out and see. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to our takeout rounds. It's exactly. sorry, the the takeout rounds. It's it's the whose plate is great. Ooh! In the world plate. I love it. Um, social handles. First of all, follow us on Instagram at Shane's Pod. Download Come, us. Full stop. At yep. Anchor and iTunes and Google Podcasts, as well as give a shout out to Geeks Unlimited. On YouTube and on the Insta, and uh, Daniel. Well, I can be found at uh, Don't Take My Name, where I haven't tweeted in about a month. But you know, I'm thinking about it. I'm working on one. Greg, where are the good people going to find you? You know where you can find me. Not giving a damn about the World Cup. That's where you can find oh. me. Wow. You gonna research? Are you gonna at least gonna research some countries and their foods? I may do that. Okay, but I may not do it. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out that all that and more next week. <laughs> uh, I'm John Gorman. You can find me at Hey Gorman on Instagram. Hey Gorman. Uh, I didn't get a Hey Gorman out of that, Greg Dennis guy. Why? 
did Daniel try to steal my movie? <laughs> I just wanted to cast it. I liked it so much. I wanted to. I wanted to get to work on. I it. I think it's a great movie concept. I do too, but I want to add. I I always like the idea of resurrecting the careers of. 90s stars who have fallen I off. think Pauly Shore should be there as like the old guy who's about to retire because I feel like every movie <laughs> since Lethal Weapon needs that character um, okay but then I think we should have some young guys in there um so what do you think like James out. Franco no uh, Seth Rogen should be one of them Wait, you want Seth Rogen but not James Franco? Yeah, yeah, how do you how do you just dismiss James Franco out of hand? Because sometimes they have Seth to Rogen. sometimes they have to they have to learn how to live their lives on their own. Look, I like them. Pineapple oh, Express is one of the funniest <laughs> movies I've ever seen. Yeah, but I guess if you're if you're making if you're I putting agree. this movie together and you put Franco and Rogan together, you're basically just making Pineapple Express. Exactly. So I can't do that. Okay. I want Seth Rogen. Gotcha. And I want maybe Melissa McCarthy. Oh, I love Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. I think she's the funniest oh, person in the world. Right? No, you've said that before, but I, I, I think in this role, she I don't would feel she like well. I feel like she's way too good for my movie. Well, I think so. Is Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> Polly Shore definitely is not though. No, Polly Shore is looking for work. Polly Shore and I think Carrot Top. Wait, Yakov Smirnov. <laughs> is Yakov Smirnov still alive? He's in yeah. Branson, Missouri. We had this conversation. He makes a home in Branson, Missouri. Not on this. Not that, on this that show. That he's still alive. He may, yeah, he's dead, but he's still making that home. <laughs> uh, all right. Find me at johngorman.co for Greg Dennis, for Daniel Gavertz, for Pauly Shore, for Bobcat Goldthwait, and for the entire city of Flin Flon, Manitoba. This is John. This has been Shane's life. Shouts out, Jacksonville. Goodbye, Jacksonville. Hello, Sweet talking like a Charlie cover lemonade, fresh fruit from the well. She's up to be the sort of trouble that coronas can't chase away. Cut up the line, baby, finish the rhyme Yeah, the sun still shines today Miami got a mind out of sight Tracing her face in the pale moonlight Fresh burnt fireflies, they don't lie No, they won't lie, yeah I can play blackjack blind By the lightning air my mind Turn away the ocean tide But I just can't figure out What a rise they suddenly shout Oh, can't turn a tears to wine Yeah, turn the tears to wine. 
sandy beach Waves crash, sand absorbs the ash, baby But the smoke's still out of reach Breathe deep, deep enough to dive down Through the heavens and in the cloud nine Oh, that's where it's at, that's where I belong With my blonde bombshell and my troubles long gone In my hammock out of mine out of sight Tracing her face in the pale moonlight Fresh burnt fireflies, baby, don't lie No, they won't lie, yeah I can play blackjack blind Bottle lightning in my mind Turn away the ocean tide But I just can't figure out What arise they silently shout Oh, get turned to wine Oh, I, yeah, can't turn My hammock got a mind out of sight Tracing her face in the pale moonlight Fresh burnt firefly, baby, don't lie No, they won't lie, yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. I can play blackjack Can't turn it to wine.